Last time on Out of the Forest. Baron, while the other three are talking, you became distracted. You looked beyond the crowd and suddenly you they, they were at the edge of your awareness. Almost like everything else in the world is, is completely frozen, except for what you are staring at, which is, well, it's you, monochromatic and faintly staticky, walking ever so slowly towards you. You can hear this alternate Baron whispering, and you can't quite hear the words, but it, it sounds comforting. It sounds simple. It sounds calm. It sounds free of all the darkness you're struggling with. And you find yourself, against your will, making your way towards the staticky version of yourself. And as you reach out, you hear its whispers, and they put you at peace. Hello and welcome to Out of the Forest, an actual play podcast about a strange alternate reality. We are, I guess, still playing Monster of the Week technically. I am Chris and I'm your GM slash keeper and I am joined by my player. I'm Evan and I am playing Ron today. All right. Um, just a small heads up to those listening. Uh, this is what I mentioned in the pre-show for episode one of this arc when I was talking about doing something experimental. Uh, this is going to be revealing what happened on Baron's uh, side of the deal, and it is just a session with me and Evan. We are actually recording the next episode tonight, and we'll see if the lines converge. If not, there will be another episode like this. And at that point, I might just force the hand and, and see what we can, I can do with my powers as a GM. Uh, but with that being said, we are going to go ahead and hop right into it. Baron, as this staticky black and white clone reaches out to you, uh, you feel a sense of calm and peace. And then... Your friends are gone, and you are falling through darkness, and you get the sense that you should be more terrified than you are. And you get the sense of just falling asleep. And then, Ron, you wake up in the bed of your downtown apartment. Cone is still asleep next to you, uh, snoring quite loudly as the alarm on your phone goes off, uh, alerting you that it's time to start the day. What do you do? Uh, begrudgingly, kind of just like, ugh. And uh, Ron's going to look over at Cone and definitely going to hit that snooze button and (laughs) wait for that to ring in like 10 more minutes. All right, uh, you fall back asleep after hitting the snooze button, and ten minutes later, 
feeling more tired than you had the first time uh, you are awoken by that snooze alarm. Uh, this time you kind of hear the bed creak as Cohen rolls over, and they look at you through barely opened eyes and just go, uh, do, you, do you have a, a, a client today or something? I, I do, but I don't want to get up. Well, you can't just keep hitting the snooze alarm. It's going to keep waking me up. Go, you got to... They uh, playfully, like, kick you, trying to knock you out of bed. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. All right, all right. All right, I'm getting up. And kind of get up. Um, and I guess uh, head towards the kitchen and start to, to, to brew some coffee. All right, yeah. Uh, you begin brewing some coffee. Uh you you turn on the the TV in the corner of the kitchen, uh, and it's showing the morning news. And uh, you 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 pay close attention to the weather as it's supposed to be a slightly lightly cloudy day in the in the in in the mid forties. Uh, nicely warm uh, as far as January days go. Uh, seems like it's a pretty slow news day. Nothing much of interest seems to be happening. Okay. I think I'll probably just, um, you know, lots going, just um, make some breakfast uh, for both uh, him and and Cone. Um, And then um, I imagine Cone probably gets to sleep in a little bit. So I'll just kind of bring it to them in bed and then go and take a shower and kind of get ready to head over to the client's. That's fair. Uh, yeah, you, you pass the food con, and as they uh, kind of semi wake up, they they smile at you and uh, te- teasingly uh, whine about you forcing them to wake up and eat food, but then uh, very appreciatively begin eating through the food as you leave to go take your shower. You you take your shower, get out, get dressed for the day. Cone is up and about and and getting dressed as well. They grab their their backpack and uh walk over to you and they give you a kiss on the cheek and say um you gonna be home for dinner yeah i should be uh hopefully things don't go too long that's great um i was i'm feeling pizza how do you feel about pizza oh i'm totally feeling pizza i'm thinking about pizza <laughs> I, all right i'll get that ordered uh i'll, I'll text you before i order i'll try and order that maybe as i'm heading home See you tonight. See you. Love you. Love you too. And uh, the door shuts behind them, uh, leaving you alone in the apartment for not too long as you make your way out the door uh, as you begin to head to your client. What is your? Uh, what have you been hired to work on today, Ron? Probably uh, f- like helping make furniture for local restaurant kind of thing and kind of helping them set up and get settled into a new space. All right, yeah. Uh, you head on downstairs, and you you head to the small garage that uh, this apartment this apartment building uh, keeps open for residents. And get into your truck, turning it on, and listening to your 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 classic rap uh, at a at a reasonable volume, and begin. Can't driving. scare the neighbors. <laughs> And luckily, your truck's not been broken by magic, which is a uh, reference that 
is only for us because oh yeah the podcast started (laughs) um since you got the car and pound the truck being pounded before we even started the podcast uh but yeah you get in your truck and begin to drive down the street and as you're driving you are you know you, you sort of uh zone out a bit as you do uh listening to your music and just sort of following the usual paths uh, but then something suddenly breaks you out of it, and you look over at an alleyway uh, just down the street, and you swear you see this large, shadowy figure, roughly the shape of a dog, but when you try and focus on it, uh, it it's just not there anymore. And not long after that, you've forgotten about it, dismissed it, it was probably nothing, and besides, you have more important things to worry about because uh, you just arrived at the uh, restaurant in question and found out that all the street parking is taken, which was where the owner told you to park. Oh, man, not this. I will take a stroll around the block to see if I can find anything um, not right in not right in front of the restaurant, but just see if there's anything else that's open. All right, yeah, go and give me a plus sharp roll just to get <laughs> some, some dice rolling in here. And pray to the parking gods. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a six. Yeah, uh, Ron, Ron, you you circle the block several times, uh, and eventually are forced to to with your your big ass fuck off truck uh parallel park in a really tight space that's not even close to where you want to be so it's not really even worth the effort luckily <laughs> why, why did you describe it as big ass fuck off truck because <laughs> that's what i decided your truck looks like <laughs> Damn, um, okay <laughs> y- you've got all sorts of wood and lumber in the back for any kind of job you could meet it needed for um but in any case uh Luckily, living downtown, uh, a lot of your clients require you to do street parking, so you're more or less good at this. There's a few scary moments and a a couple uh, back and forth that don't actually accomplish anything while trying to do this parallel parking job, Uh, but you get it passably uh, close to the curb, and you hop out and are only uh, maybe 15 minutes late to uh, your appointment. Uh, you walk into the restaurant to be in question, and as you walk in, um, the the owner is talking to someone with a toolbox that, from your time working around Munsdale City, uh, you uh, recognize to be a, a electrician that is often on similar jobs as you. She, she gives you a, a slight wave of recognition, finishes uh, her conversation with the owner, and heads on uh, back towards uh, what, from the plants that you can scent, is uh, the stairs down to the cellar. Uh, and then the owner looks at you and gives you a wave. Uh, yeah, Baron, wave back, say, hey, you don't have a name for this person, do you? Uh, this man's name is um, Alan Franks. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what a name um hey mr franks uh sorry i'm late at street parking outside i don't know what is going on at this time of day but could not find a spot 
Yeah, I think some of the restaurants around have seen me moving in and have put up sales. Trying to run me out of business before I start, probably. Well, I mean, their food isn't going to be half as good as yours, I know for sure. <laughs> I appreciate that. Was Ron your name, right? Sorry, I've been hiring so many contractors to get this thing up and running. Yep, yeah, Ron's the name. Gotcha. You're the carpenter, right? Yep, that's me. I kind of like shake my little tool bag a little bit. <laughs> uh, he, he laughs a little bit at that. That's more of an uncomfortable laugh. Not quite sure what that was supposed to represent. Cause everyone <laughs> in here has their own set of tools, uh, but just goes. Uh, yeah, the kitchen's right back there if you want to just get started installing the cabinets. I should have all the uh, parts back there ready to go, more or less. Just let me know if you have any questions. Okay, cool. Will do. Thanks so much. And you head back into the kitchen, and sure enough, the stuff's all there, and you just you get right to work building all of uh, his stuff. And as you're doing this, you get the weirdest deja vu. Since you walked in, you felt like, well, I mean, obviously, you, you've talked to, to Franks before. You know, that's how he hired you for this contract job. But you feel like you know him from somewhere else, and you just can't put your finger on it. He seems so familiar, and yet you've never met him before. You're certain of it. And the more you think about this, the, the the less you're focused on the cabinets and before you know it the day is over and the the cabinets are put in there's still some work to do you'll probably have to come back tomorrow to finish it up and uh make sure all the screws are tightened and ju- just make sure everything's level and all that other good good carpentry stuff that i sure know a lot about i'm sure and you walk out you you, you let uh franks know that you'll, you'll be back tomorrow to finish it up and he, he kind of gives you a wave and, and, and gives his appreciation. And luckily, when you get back to your truck there, uh, the, the car that had been parked in front of you has left. Uh, unluckily, there's a little note that when you grab it is in it, uh, a note of annoyance saying not to park so close to their car. Uh, <laughs> what, what, does, what does Ron do with that note? <laughs> he kind of like looks up and... Figures out it's probably the person in front of him. Like, well, but how am I? How am I supposed to know? What is there a number on the on the uh, note? No, it's it's clearly just someone venting their frustration about like them also probably having a really awkward wiggle out job after you parked <laughs> there. Yeah, around's definitely just like well, I mean, next time I guess, but I mean, I can't even I can't change what's happened. <laughs> oh man, people need to just relax a little bit. Uh, he'll probably just like take the note and put it in his pocket basically (laughs) alright you put the note in your pocket you you begin loading up in your truck when the the hair on the back of your neck starts to to stand up again and you look behind you and in the shadows of, of the alleyway that nearby where you parked you can see these bright eyes looking at you and you can hear the, the the heavy breathing of a, of a large creature and this time it doesn't seem to just be fading away as you look at it it is 
staring right at you. What do you do? I think we'll kind of close the door and just slowly start walking closer to it. Uh, you steadily start walking closer to this beast. Uh, and then I would like you to roll me uh, negative weird again. Do this, I'll do it right. It's an eight. Uh, yeah. yeah. You walk towards this creature, and as you're getting closer, you begin to feel tired. You begin to feel exhausted, and you reach out towards this creature, and suddenly, as your hand gets close to the shadows it resides in, it is no longer there. Um, you think you feel the same kind of deja vu you did when you met with Franks earlier, and you shake your head and you feel the memory of this this creature and and the deja vu you you had with Franks begin to fade. Uh, but but something just catches. Uh, and you're sure there was some sort of wolf or stray dog here, but beyond that, you're not quite sure what just happened. And nothing seems to be here anymore. I think Ron will probably kind of like look back and forth real quick and kind of look down and then just shake his head a little bit more and start to wander back to his, his truck, but kind of cautiously. Still looking around for what he just saw. All right, yeah. Uh, you cautiously make your way back to the truck. As you're looking around, you don't see anything else. Uh, and as you're about to get into your car, you feel your uh, phone vibrate, uh, receiving a text message. I will look, and hopefully it is my darling spouse. Please. Uh, it is, in fact, your darling spouse. Uh, Cone's message reads simply, I'm just about to leave the office. You good for pizza in, like, 30? Uh, text back. Uh, yep, just leaving the uh, leaving the restaurant now. I'll be back uh, soon. All right. Yeah. Uh, you get in your truck. Um, Cone responds shortly after with with a uh, thumbs up emoji, and you begin driving your way back home. You get home without incident, parking your car in the garage beneath the building and climbing the stairs up to your apartment building. Uh, you walk in, uh, turn on the lights, it's, it's pretty dark in here. It's probably close to six in January, so the sun has already set on you. And with the lights off, clearly you beat Cone home. You walk into the apartment and take a look around, and it feels new. It feels refreshingly new, uh, which is a strange thing to feel since you, you've lived in this apartment for about three years now. You and Cone moved in, uh, moved it into this apartment from from another cheaper one that you had moved in shortly before you got married. And you look around, and you're not quite sure what feels so new about it, but it's nice. It's it's calm. It's it's peaceful. It's better, but you're not sure what it's better than. You just know that it's better. Uh, and as you're standing here, uh, the door you hear the the keys go in the door behind you, and the door opens, and uh, Cone comes in behind you. Uh, they smile at you, 
and you realize it's been 15 minutes that you were musing about the newness of your own apartment that you've lived in for three years. Uh, but as Cohen comes in, you snap out of it, and as they, they put down their bag, they kind of come over and, and wrap one arm around you in, in, a, in a loose hug, and they go, so uh, how is the, the new contract? Uh, going well, I think. Uh, there's lots of other contractors. Um, I think I'm almost done with the cabinets and start helping out with the furniture soon. So, uh, it's good. Uh, the restaurant owner seems, seems pretty nice, too. Seems like a cool guy. I feel like, I don't know, it's kind of weird. I feel like I almost I've met them before, but don't really know for sure. Huh. But I thought... Need to caught that, caught on to that when you were getting hired. Uh, oh well. Uh, you said it was off Fourth uh, and Main. Yeah. We, I mean, have we ever been over there? His name was Alan Franks. We went to that Thai fusion place once. Um. No, I don't think I recognize the name Alan Franks. What kind of restaurant is it? Italian. Huh. Good luck to him. There's plenty of Italianishness that side of town. Yeah, I don't know. I have confidence. It looks like they knew what they were doing. As you say that, there's a a knock at the door, and uh, Kung goes, "Well, speaking of Italian," and <laughs> they they go to the door, uh, open it up, uh, pay the, the 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 pizza guy at the door, take the the, the two boxes and the the two liter of Coke, and uh, bring it over to the kitchen counter, and um. You sit down and just go, oh, uh, if you just want to go ahead and sit down at the, the dining table, I'll go ahead and get all, all our food. Do you want to watch something with dinner? Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Do you want the uh, meat lovers or the Hawaiian? Uh, definitely Hawaiian. I'm in a Hawaiian mood. All right. More meat lovers for me. <laughs> uh, and they go out cutting up slices, putting them on plates and bring them over. And they, they sit down across from you. Uh, Cohen turns on the TV and puts on uh, the the sitcom you're watching right now. What sitcom are you two watching right now? Um, man, everything I'm thinking of is like wrong. Like I, I thought of the Cosby Show and I was like, no, <laughs> no. no, 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 no. That's incorrect. That is uh-uh. the wrong one. That we don't talk about that. Answer. That's the wrongest one. Um, let's just say uh, Will and Grace. All right, that's fine. Yeah, uh, they put on Will and Grace. It's probably the second or third time you've watched through will and grace uh but it's just a good show to put on while you guys decompress from your day uh without having to think too much about it and as you both recount your day uh eating pizza and uh laughing at the occasional joke that you've heard several times before at this point you you catch something in the 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 sliding glass window to the balcony of your apartment uh you look in the, the mirror and it's not the reflection you expect. Uh, the reflection you see uh, has a full-grown beard where uh, you, Ron, are clean-shaven. That person in the mirror, he looks tired and lost, and the more you look at him, the more you recognize that in spite of, a honestly, a, a whole bunch of superficial similarities, that man's not you at all and as you recognize that and shake your head the 
reflection goes back to normal. And for just a moment, you swear you see a large black wolf jump off of your balcony. <laughs> <laughs>